Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. We found out this morning that certain waiters and waitresses are doing certain things to get better tips. Yeah, like write a little note or, you know, yeah. maybe, what, what was the, Give our them guide? some light bullying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that might work. It's apparently the one time it works. I don't yeah. know. Also, why do our parents not understand how to text? My mom thinks the poop emoji is the sorting hat from Harry Potter. Yeah, it's not chocolate. It's not that at all. <laughs> Neither of those. And Taylor Swift is newly single and needs a new boyfriend. And boy, you helped us create a list that we are going to send directly to her record label. Yeah, you right? know what, Kevin? I think you're in the running. Woohoo! That and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Time to kiss some celebrities. Mm. What celebrities are good kissers? <laughs> Which ones are bad? Mm. Alicia Silverstone recently revealed in an interview, Paul Rudd, good kisser. Now, he has not responded about Alicia. Right. Oh, man. There you go. Paul Rudd, good kisser, according to Alicia Silverstein. All right, let's find out, according to you, just based on what you've seen on TV or in the movies, what celebs are good or bad kissers? 773, good kisser, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Now he speaks French fluently, so. Oui, oui. Bad kisser, 224, Post Malone. Yeah, oh, that kind of yeah. checks out, right? Yeah, that makes sense. It's like the scruff, the Bud Light, the same. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> All mixed in. Eight four seven, bad kisser. Don't you dare say Pedro Pascal. Colin Firth. Oh, <laughs> what? what? Bad kisser? <laughs> Who's thinking of Colin? Like, like from uh, what's her uh, what's her yeah. diary? Uh, diary of Bridget a Jones. Wimpy kid. B- Bridget Jones's diary. Oh, oh yeah. Wimpy kid. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Silverstone is the mom in that. Yeah, oh, there you go. But yes, I, Colin Firth. Okay, eight one five. Rosie O'Donnell, great kisser. <laughs> okay, this is the weirdest <laughs> thing, isn't it? Thing we've done. <laughs> Wait, that then, sounds like somebody who's kissed Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. It's only five or six, okay. right? It's you like only been, know that from experience. Yeah, right. right. I've been dying to tell the story <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> Finally. Oh my god. <laughs> Three one two. Brad Pitt. Great kisser. Yeah. Johnny Depp, bad kisser. Oh, oh. Huh. I can mm. I can sort of yeah. see that. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Seven oh eight, good kisser, Keanu Reeves. Gentle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why he's Keanu. Seven oh eight, I'd love to kiss Mila Kunis. Yeah, that's not the question though. Right. right. Did Joel text that in? <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> might have been. Damn that. Right. Eight four seven, Josh Lucas. Definitely. A good kisser. Okay. Yeah. Also the voice of Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lee. No. Not Jones, just Lee. <laughs> good kisser, according to this. Oh. Good kisser, Shamar Moore. 
That man is well moisturized. Have you ever seen him? He's in like a CBS show yeah. slot. He was on Criminal Minds for one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 630 Tom Cruise. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> he creeps me out. <laughs> okay. 630 Ryan Reynolds is probably a phenomenal kisser. Well, they got a bunch of kids. Yeah, right? Well, doing something right. Well, that's true. Is that how that <laughs> happens? 815, uh, good kisser, Miles Teller. Okay, yeah. 219, with a sweating face emoji. Henry Cavill, probably an amazing kisser. Okay. Yeah. Bad job. More people are voting. The most popular bad kisser by a mile is Post Malone. Okay. Everybody's just saying, ah, I don't think it's going to work out. That's- 847, bad kisser, Jennifer Lawrence. Really? I could see that. Really? <laughs> this really this list is right. really so Oh, just ridiculous. wait. Hold on to your pants. Oh gosh, here we go. Good kisser. Carrot top. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> J Lo good kisser. Ben Affleck bad kisser. Hard to say. Quite a balance there. Maybe one makes the other better or worse. My goodness. Back to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, please. <laughs> now, <laughs> take me there. I wonder what makes this person think that, and wouldn't most people, guy-wise, like to find, find out? out? Yeah. 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 708, great kiss are all caps, Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. This kiss is going to take you to a new level. Right. I feel like he's too much of a talker. You think you know, so the whole time? Matthew, a little less, a little less. Yeah. Just sit there. Put the bongos down. Do. Yeah. We're trying to do something oh, here. Oh, I'm going to shit you down. Right. I'm going <laughs> to. Spinning a right. philosophical yarn right. as he. Yeah, approaches. it's like, I don't want my that. My buddy Woody is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say hi to my friend Woody Harrelson. Oh, you meant, I didn't mean my Woody. I meant my friend. Woody Harrelson. My other Woody friend. My other. Okay. Let's see here. Good kisser. Usher. Bad kisser. Also usher. <laughs> yeah. It's not My worth goodness. the pain. It's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. Right. right. And finally, <laughs> 847. Bad kisser. Steve Buscemi. Oh, ah. yeah. He's so bony. His whole face. <laughs> His whole face is so bony. Oh, and finally, good kisser. Pedro Pascal. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, daddy. Daddy. There he yeah, is. There My he is. gosh. This was fun. I like this. <laughs> What's it? Lot, lots on here. <laughs> Some people believe uh, Whip, in fact, a good kisser is on here as well. Some people believe Some people, believe Some people yeah. know the truth. Do you yeah. think you're a good kisser, Whip? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I, I, you know what? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. I yeah. mean, I, I always do. think that's interesting because some people do think they're good kissers. Yeah. And, some... and they're not. Well. Right. You know, there's nothing worse than false confidence in the... In yeah. that space. Right. That's know? true. That's true. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I, I knowingly think I'm a bad kisser. Mm. I get that. I just, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is Jennifer you Lawrence. Think, so you're you in great company. If you're why, with Jennifer yeah. Lawrence, that's, right. maybe that's the thing to be. I just why kinda, do you think you're a bad kisser? I, well, do you I not get, like kissing? Well, I get bored like halfway through. Like, I'm like, okay, this is enough. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's checking her phone <laughs> over right. your shoulder. Exactly. Aren't uh, you posting this? And then Yuleta? I'm just always like, I'm awkward. Where do I put my yeah. hands? How, like, do I go on my tiptoes? Like, just the whole thing. I overthink the whole experience. Interesting. Have you ever kissed a good kisser? Have you ever kissed somebody and gone, wow, that is a performance? Yeah, I just want to like, I just want to, yeah, I have. Okay. But I've kissed a really bad kisser too. Sure, I think we all have, right? Everybody's had a like stumble or really two. really wet sure. all over your face yeah. kind of situation. I'll tell you what, if you think you've never kissed a bad kisser. <gasps> that means you're the bad kisser? <laughs> Ooh, I never thought of that. See, it's what we do around here. We look inward mm. on the morning mix. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast.
you are a waiter or a waitress or you've been a waiter or a waitress and you've got a hot tip. This is what you do to get a tip. Let's start here. Is this Jeremy? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. <laughs> Jeremy, hey, what uh, was your tip to get a better tip as a waiter or a waitress? Well, first off, I'm glad the ladies are back this week. Last week was a little rough. Oh, oh wow. You know, Jeremy. we are out of time for Jeremy, you 30% guys. for Jeremy <laughs> right wow. now. Oh, yes. God. Yes. See, pay attention to the women. It works. <laughs> We, right, had women, we had women here last week. Did you take note of that, Jeremy, or are you just talking about us? No, no, I did. It was all good. It was a good, it was a good try. But right, anyways, <laughs> I worked at a restaurant here in uh, Frankfurt, and uh, I actually bring my own coasters with me. One side is green, one side is red, and I give it to my customer and then tell them to flip the green when they need me. Because I know a lot of customers don't like when I keep going up to them, like, hey, do you need something? How you doing? You know? Oh, interesting. So that's like sweet tomatoes. Or like Fogo de Chão. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and did that work out? People liked that because it was sort of just like a easy way to communicate with you? Absolutely. My tips went up drastically from doing that. And wow. I all appreciate it very much. So I re- highly recommend that. A lot of restaurants don't prefer that, but I just do it myself, and it's been working out great for me. Yeah, I get that. Because when you're trying to talk and have a conversation, and they keep, you're like, oh, just give me five minutes. We don't know. I haven't seen this person in a year. Back off. Jeez. Yeah. I like that. So red and green coaster. That was a good one. Hi, Beth. Good morning. Hi, good morning. You were a waitress at some point and had a uh, trick that helped you get better tips? I did. So I work at a fine dining establishment downtown Chicago. And when I was pregnant, my wedding uh, ring did not fit. So I would always make sure that when I went to the table, I would rub my belly with my left hand so they could see that my, you know, I didn't have a ring on my finger. So they thought that I was unmarried. And um, that always worked with better tips. Yeah, the old, the old, I got knocked up. But anyway. uh, And I by myself. Even Uh the dinner comes out all wrong. Like, oh, that's okay. Come on, we feel bad for her. And I could see the the head nods and the, oh, 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 you know. Bless her heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Beth would pull a little trick. Love it. Kind of smart. Works for about nine months. Not bad. You mess up, you're like pregnancy brain. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should see the idiot that knocked me up. (laughs) Hi, Christina. Good morning. Good morning. You are a teacher now, but you used to waitress down under? Yes, at the Outback. Woo! All right. Now, what was the trick at the Outback? So I had two, one for the adults, one for the kids. For the adults, I'd always send them home with extra bread, the brown bread and the butter that we had. Oh, mama. And then what'd you do for the kids? So I would go to the dollar store and buy a bunch of little cheap toys, and I had a treasure chest, so the kids got to pick a toy out of there. What? Oh, my gosh. they got all excited, and they were entertained, and the parents got to enjoy their meal. So everyone was That is amazing. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I want that in my day-to-day life. My dad has one of those treasure chests at his dental office. Oh, I love those. They don't let adults pick a big gift out. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Dad. Christina, can I ask you one question before you go? Yes. How many Bloomin' Onions do they really sell there? Oh, gosh. (laughs) No, a a lot. But the the loaded fries were the top seller when I was there. Mm. The loaded which were they? The cheese fries. Loaded cheese fries. Yeah. Well, that Australian cheese, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much, Christina. The Morning Mix Podcast. Beep, boop. What's that? I got a text from mom. What's it say? Uh, It's the poop emoji, but she thinks it's chocolate. Oh, that's weird. Mom and dad, they're trying to text. It's become a new trend now on TikTok to post the text conversations you're having with your parents. Many of them are absurd. For example, happy birthday, dad. Okay. Okay. Hey, Mom, what's for dinner? When is dinner? 
chicken. What? Mm -hmm. But what time? (laughs) Hi, Sydney. Good morning. How are you today? Great. How are you guys? We're doing all right. Your dad, he texts some uh, odd things. Yes. He um, doesn't quite realize that my phone has his contact saved. Um, So every single time I text him, he says, Sydney, comma, at the beginning. Then the text of his message. And then at the end, he says, love, dad. Without fail. That's hilarious. He writes you a letter every time. Yeah, every time. Yes. That's actually kind of sweet. Yeah. You know? I mean, I love it. That's hilarious. Okay, so Sydney's dad just really wants to make sure she knows who this is coming mm-hmm. from. It's me, dad, not any other one. Just me, dad. There you go. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. Good morning. Your mom has a unique texting method. What is it? Yeah, she likes to respond to her own text like she's having a conversation with herself. <laughs> so what's like, that sound like? Yeah, yeah, what's that like? So my brother had to be out of town with his family for Easter, so that's... So that night, she texted him and said, we missed you all. And then that, the following morning, she responded and said, we missed you, too. Because <laughs> nobody had re- right. Now, is she doing it ironically? Like, why is no one responding to my texts? Or is she just trying to keep it going? No, I think she had just forgotten that she had, she had said that the night before. So she just wanted to be nice and reply the next morning. Right. Okay, well, I like that. She thought somebody texted her that. Right, She's exactly. Like, oh, like, they missed oh, me. They I miss them, too. I miss you guys as well. <laughs> what are the odds? That's great. Hey, Carolyn, good morning. Morning. Now, what is your mom's texting method? So she just doesn't get that the three dots while you're text messaging sounds very passive aggressive. (laughs) So, for example, if I, like, miss one of her phone calls and text, like, so sorry, we'll call you back in 15 minutes, she'll put, okay, dot, dot, dot. She just genuinely means, like, okay, that's fine. But it just sounds so aggressive every single time. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know like, there's what? more to the story, but exactly. fine. I guess we'll get it later. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the party's supposed to start at six. Dot, dot, dot. What does that mean? I'm not, should I not come? <laughs> Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. What did your mom mean to ask when she was texting you guys? Uh, she does talk to text. It's horrible. So she was asking for my kids for Christmas. Your kids, she meant to say, do your kids want black Hawks hoodies? Instead, it came across, do your kids want black? And it rhymes with socks uh-huh. hoodies. Right, right. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Easy mistake to make. That is heavy duty. And then I'm how like, do you yeah. reply to that? Were you like? I'm like, yeah, no, I think they're good. I'm like, I think, <laughs> I think they don't need that. I think we're okay. <laughs> and then you just wait for her to check her phone the next oh, text yeah. and yeah, see exactly. what happened. Like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. It happens all the time. This is horrible. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's hilarious. Mix and match. It's an easy game for you. Mix and match. Even has a theme song, too. Who will you choose? Your head you'll scratch when you play Mix and Match. Let's play a little Mix and Match. On this date in 1964, the 8-track eight was created. Somebody said on our text line, what is an 8-track? Uh, it was basically like a really fat cassette tape. Yeah. If I yeah. can break it down yeah, for it was you. A, it was huge. It, they were really yeah, big. Yeah. They were like the size of a VHS tape almost. almost. Yeah. yeah. And you'd plug it into this big thing. Some cars even had uh, 8-track players in them. Oh. And you'd yeah. plug them in. And in the radio world, it used to be, you know, we call them carts. They kind of look the same. Yeah. yeah. And you'd shove that thing in and it would play the Dairy Queen commercial. And That's right. Yeah. That's right. Welcome to the show, today's player. Hi, Phil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Phil, did you, you ever own an 8-track? I did. Okay. And you had some vinyl albums, I assume, along the way? I did. And then you graduated to cassette tapes and CDs? <laughs> uh, I did. There you go. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's been on the journey with us. <laughs> yeah. so all f- along the uh, electronic uh, evolution, yeah. yeah. See, all right. Fantastic. And then this you stole perfect. music off of LimeWire. There you go. And Kazaa. <laughs> yeah, and now you listen to it right here on The Morning Mix. Yeah. I love it. That's so, right. Phil, That's right. 
I'm going to ask us all a question. Have you heard us play Mix and Match before, Phil? I have. Great. So, guys, I've got a fill-in-the-blank question for us. The four of us are going to write down our answers. Phil, you're going to pick one of us and match. Does that sound good? Yes. When you do that today, we've got a dinner for two for you at Lou Malnati's. Whoa. All right. That's $100 in mm-hmm. pizza coming your way, yeah. Phil. Okay, gang, here we go. Given that the 8-track was uh, first debuted on this date in 1964, you got 8-tracks, you got vinyl albums, you got cassette tapes, CDs. What was the first album you bought? Yeah! It, it could be the, any one of those mediums. It could mediums. be any one of those mediums. Okay. It's just the first one you yeah. remember getting. Oh, my god! It was the first one you got or were given as a gift. It was your first album. Hold, uh, Write down your answers and hold it up for me. Now, Phil, let's get to know you a little bit. Phil, where do you live? I'm in Schaumburg. In Schaumburg. Oh, fantastic. My wife's from Schaumburg. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, wild. What do you do for a living? I'm an accountant. Oh, no way. Ooh, you're, uh, you're busy right now. Dude, how do you have the time to even talk to us right now? I'm late for the office. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Now, Phil, do you remember the first album you ever got? Uh... Was it in sync? Oh, I, I'm old. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, uh, I think maybe it was uh, Boston or a foreigner. Oh, dude, yeah, for name. sure. Yeah, that's a. Good, those are two good ones right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Phil's having more than a feeling right now. I like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, Phil. We've got our answers here. Now, Phil, I'm going to share uh, the question to the group. Who would you like to match with today, Chris? Nikki, Whip, or Violetta? We'll go with uh, Whip. Okay, I like that. Okay. I said to the room, hey, what was the first album you bought or received? These are your options, Phil. Is it Twisted Sister? Is it Michael Jackson's Thriller? Is it Britney Spears' Baby One More Time? (laughs) Or Eve Six? Eve Six. (laughs) What was Whip's answer, Phil? (laughs) He's really thinking on this. This is tough, right? This is tough. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Michael Jackson. Yes, yes sir, Phil. Man. Well yes, done, Phil. Phil. He was laying next to the tiger in the yes. white suit. Yeah, yeah, to oh, open baby. it up. Yeah, the yeah, the, the, yeah exactly. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> you just won a hundred dollar gift card to Lou Malnati's. Awesome. Come on. Well deserved. That's yes. impressive. Guys. How did you pick that? What made you think that? I think I just ruled the other ones out. Okay. That's smart. For some odd reason. Yeah. Well, you knew he wasn't a Britney Spears fan right, right off the top. I thought did that, that feel good? Yeah. It could have been. Yeah. I didn't see Twisted Sister either. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you want to try to guess who said Twisted Sister? Was it Chris, Nikki, or Violetta? I think it was Chris. Oh, no! Mm. Oh, we're not going to take it, Phil. That's no, right. yeah. it was me. That was Nikki. <laughs> now, between myself and Violetta, who said Britney Spears and who said Eve Six? Well, I think that's self-explanatory. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh- uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Britney for v, Violetta. Yeah, yeah that is that's correct. true. I was yes. at Coconut Records Smart on diversity. Smart man, Phil. Well done, Phil. You crushed it, my man. The Morning Mix Podcast. Who should Taylor Swift date next? We asked you to call us and let us know. All right, who should Taylor date next? We said, all right, who should it be? A lot of texts are coming through. A lot of calls coming through as well because people love Taylor, and we just want Taylor to be happy. That's what it boils down to. Look, Taylor deserves happiness. It didn't happen with Joe. We thought we were there six years. We all thought, this is it. Yeah. This is the one, you know, and then they're in it for the long run, and then it ends up that we were wrong. Mm -hmm. Poor Taylor. Looking for love. Who should it be? Let's start here with Lola. Hi, Lola. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Lola, who should Taylor Swift date next? Honestly, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Now, you know they did date in the past. 
Yeah, I think they should get back together, honestly. Okay. Yeah, rekindle that. Rekindle the lerve, as it were. Now, what's so good about Taylor and Harry in your mind? Um, I don't know. I feel like they were just kind of, like, made for each other, honestly. I think they both kind of, like, are sort of, like, they have similar music styles, honestly. Okay. A little bit. It's kind of interesting because it sort of reminds me of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, right? They were like massive stars, dated for a while, fell apart. Yeah. They're such big, big stars. Really, only one person like that would also understand what your life is like. So maybe you connect on that level, and then we don't have to worry about the insecurities of it all. Could be. Yeah, like Harry Styles would also get mobbed if he wants out. Right. Exactly right. They could could tour together and alternate who's going to close the show. Yeah. I mean. And then the only argument they would get is like, well, I think. I think more people reacted to me right, being right. in yeah. the United Airlines terminal. By the way, Taylor Swift is closing that show every night. <laughs> yeah, oh, you think so? I don't sure. think Harry. I don't care if it's Harry Styles. There's no one who's closing after Taylor Swift. Okay. I don't think. Well, oh, maybe it would be you. this person. Hi, Kathy. Good morning. Hi. Who should Taylor Swift date next? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the good. This is, this is it right here. This now, is that it. guy, you want self-confidence. I mean, he's got it in spades, right? What about Tom yes. and Taylor makes sense to you? They're both superstars in their areas of specialty. Right? They're both tall. Right? Mm-hmm. They have really tall They're kids. Both tall. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Now, how old yep. is Tom Brady? What is he, like 40, 42 or 3? Oh, yeah, yeah. Early I know he's 40s. Older. Yeah, early All right. 40s. Taylor's 13, right? She's no. 30. She's 30? Taylor's not 36, 30, is she? 33. She's 33, 1989, the album. That's how we remember, right? Okay. And Tom's so that, 45. Tom's yeah. 45. That's nice. That could work. Okay, so Tom and Taylor could yeah. be the next one. Maybe that's what happens. We go Tom and Taylor on that. Could be. Could be. But now we've got Kevin. Hey, man, good morning. Morning. Who should Taylor Swift date next? She should date Kevin Humphrey. Kevin Humphrey. Now, who's that? <laughs> That's me. That's me. <laughs> Best answer. Yep. Okay. Kudos. Yep. Good to you, Kevin. Well done. Yeah. Why are you such the perfect match for Taylor Swift, Kevin? Uh, tall, good looking. Okay. Okay. Where is Where is Taylor moving to to marry you yeah. here, Kevin? Uh, Indiana. Oh. Indiana. That's perfect. fine. She Heartland. loves that. She's yeah. totally the a Hoosier Heartland. girl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now you wouldn't mind if she if she got more attention than you, right? No, I don't mind at all. No. Yeah. Okay. I like that. What do you do for a living, Kevin? I'm a union electrician. Oh, look at that. He's got a pension. He knows how to light the love candle. Yeah, come on. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, are you single, Kevin? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Good, good, good. This is step one. It's fantastic. You're single. You're tall. You're an electrician. She'd never have to worry about anything like that in the house. He could do all the rewiring. All that's taken care of. When she's gone, he can knock out projects. She comes home. Oh, my goodness. Look at how great the light is. Indiana's centrally located. So she can can hit all of her tour spots. Kevin, this is a great idea. I like this, man. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it is good for me. Listen, Oprah <laughs> used to live in Indiana. Yeah. When she lived here, she, she had a did? farm. Yeah, she had a farm in Indiana. Absolutely. Wow. Kevin, your last name's not Taylor, is it? No. Okay, good. Because that'd be probably, you know, Taylor. Taylor could right. be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to take Swift as your last name? <laughs> um, No. No. Oh, okay. What? Okay. That could be the well, deal breaker. That might be the deal breaker. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know. Kevin, I, I don't think you should be uh, too particular on this. Yeah. You know you, what I mean? Like, kind of go with what she wants. Right. Now, Kevin, let me ask you this. Taylor and you, you meet. You guys go out to like Olive Garden. It goes well. Then you guys decide to get married, and she wants to move to Nashville. Do you move? I would move to Nashville. Okay. Right. Is there anywhere you would not move to be married to Taylor Swift? Um, 
Probably uh, California. Okay, bets All are right. off. All yeah. bets are off. Now, she can have a place in California she can go to. You don't have right. to go. She's got 10 houses. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine the house she can build in Indiana. Right. My goodness. Seriously. All right, yeah. I like that. Well, Kevin, man, uh, best of luck. I hope it comes together for you. She'll be in town in June. Okay. All right, keep your eyes out. <laughs> Kevin Humphrey, who should you date? Me. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. The Morning Mix Podcast. Your mix top six tips for the best picnic season ever, according to TikTok. Mm-hmm. In at number six, bring games and bring extra blankets. More is more when it comes to picnics. So bring extra blankets to ensure there's enough space for everybody to sit and bring some games or activities to keep the energy alive. Never hurts to have some fun. Mm-hmm. There you go. Be careful with lawn darts, though. Make sure you're throwing them away from the group. Yeah. Not toward the group, Swanee. Away. (laughs) And at number five, here's a little DIY cooler hack that will help for your picnic. You don't have a cooler. Uh Uh-oh. Well, you can bring the picnic with one that you DIY at home. All you do is fill an aluminum baking pan with water. Then put that in the freezer overnight. Uh, Step number one of that is uh, assume you have room to put an entire (laughs) aluminum tray in your freezer. Because I'm sure you do. Then, while you're at the picnic, put the food that you want to keep cold on top of the baking pan, and boom, you're good to go. Because you got a little frozen uh, slot of ice under there. That's that, their idea. That's a really dumb idea. Yeah, or just be environmentally not friendly and buy one of those big styrofoam ones. Yeah, the big styrofoam ones that they have at 7-Eleven. And then leave it there so you yeah. litter a little. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else can use it. Yeah. Every time I see one of those, I just assume it's filled with Miller High Life. Like, every time I see one. I'm like, hey, they got the champagne and beers in there, and then you open it, and it's like fruit. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And at number four, bring finger foods. If you're looking to have even more picnic fun, bring some finger foods like chocolates, fresh fruit that is pre-sliced or small and bite-sized. Bring sliders, bring donuts, or bring pre-packaged snacks like chips or candy. Oh, and don't forget to bring pre-cut cold cuts for your charcuterie board, obviously. You're building out a whole charcuterie board? These are good tips for Ravinia. Mm-hmm. If you're going to Ravinia as well. You know what I heard Hit me. Yeah. about charcuterie boards? I can't even say them, but you know what I heard about them? What'd you hear? That they're Lunchables that went to Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) Woo! Everybody wants to ask millennials, why why are you into charcuterie boards? It's like we've been eating Lunchables for like the beginning Mm -hmm. of time. A little ham, a little cheese, a little cracker. And then Mm -hmm. they go to Harvard. (laughs) That's right. Boy, these little whores divorce are neat. A little piece of cheese and a little piece of meat. In at number two, freezing is your friend. Here's a hack to keep in mind. Freeze your grapes ahead of time so that they can act like ice cubes. This is, again, great for Ravinia. White grapes and white wine, red grapes and purple grapes, what do you call them? Grape grapes and red wine. Put them in there. Why not? That's right. You can keep your wines chilled and it doesn't get watered down. And then if you're done, you got a little snack like sangria. And they're just good to eat frozen. Yeah. You guys ever eat frozen grapes? They're delicious. They're great. Mm -hmm. Pack your salad in a jar. That's tip number two on your mixed top six picnic tips. Here's a hack. Pack your salad in a jar so that when it comes time to add dressing, you close the lid, you shake it up, and boom. Now, remember they had those at McDonald's? They had the salad in a cup? Well, it's yeah. like Farmer's Fridge. Yeah, Farmer's Fridge does that. You do that now. That. You can get them in certain vending machines, yeah. shake them up. Yeah. Although those ones are so full, you can't really shake them. Yeah, like true. you pour the dressing over the top, and you go to shake it, and nothing moves, and you uh, open it, and you're like, nothing happened. Yeah. What the heck? You got to eat a little bit out to make some room. And your number one tip from TikTok for picnic season, put that watermelon on a stick. <laughs> What, what should you include? Stick? That's right. <laughs> Bring things that are easy to eat that don't make a mess, and they're going to look good on your Instagram story, too. Oh, so God. this oh, is what it God. says. That's a perfect. Put your watermelon on a stick. Oh. 
So you can enjoy it without getting it all over your hands. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm still. I'm having. I'm not visualizing this you correctly. Gotta, you got to make like a watermelon kebab. Yeah, like watermelon chunks uh, on a yeah. stick. Not and then the you entire make like a watermelon. Yeah, that is where <laughs> the verbiage on that was interesting. <laughs> Hey, I'm reading as written. I know, that's what I mean. They could have been a little more hey, clear. I pre-read this, so <laughs> right. I knew what I was saying. I know you knew. I know you knew. Yeah. Put your watermelon on a stick. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a takeaway. Just, just seriously, want, if someone does yeah. not have a whole watermelon on the yeah. end of a broomstick, yeah. I want Fanny yeah. to come to a picnic with his hockey sticks just <laughs> with watermelons <laughs> on the end of them. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so it's Instagram friendly. <laughs> Get out your cameras. <laughs> and then he just Gallagher's those things on the table. Picnic watermelon explosion. Enjoy. You That's your mixed top six right there. Sorry. No, top, you're good. Topic over. But no. at the same time, I think we got something there. I think actually putting the entire watermelon on the end of a giant stick and holding it up that's a that's a kind of that's fun. a lot of likes. Do you want to do you want to do, do that today on your Instagram? You, I, you should. You know, <laughs> I, I, like, hey. I feel like come on, you could do, do it. it, and then we could all bring them to the Sticks concert <laughs> yeah. at River Edge Park. Another good yeah. idea, yes. all right? I think this might be how we go viral. That's that could right. be it. Virality, coming viral. Up. That's what we need around here. Get those masks on. Uh, we are going to have viruses everywhere. Woo. Call, Call us, us Usher. I hope you're listening at 5.50 this morning. That's right, because Usher oh, has herpes. No, 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 he had it, had. according to some. Well, you don't get, you rid, don't of get rid of it. Yeah. Hurt oh, the love bug wow. lives with you for life. Look at these two knowing so much about STDs or whatever oh, yeah. they're called now. Okay, you know, know why? She went to UIC, I went to ISU. We know all about them. You jerks at your expensive schools. I didn't even we want to talk to anybody. Oh, God. You were out here. It was disgusting. No, yeah, I think it's a forever thing. Yeah. Oh, you get that one for life. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a lifer. I know she sued him. There was a girl in my dorm that we called Chlamydia Jane because oh. she had chlamydia so many times because oh. that one comes and goes. Wow. Oh, my Does Lord. Does that one stay forever? No, you get it. You oh, get like man. penicillin. Knock that sucker right out. But okay. boy, her. He's hanging. Stuff that a watermelon on a stick can bring right? out. You just never know. The morning mix flash briefing with Violetta. Everybody gets excited when they see the Wienermobile, right? Yes, people love it. And that's why Oscar Mayer is offering couples the chance to get married in the Wienermobile, which will be transformed into a limited-time chapel for couples to get married in. All expenses paid, of course, and hopefully... They have hot dogs because if they don't serve hot dogs, I don't know what. And what's the point? Yeah, yeah what right? is the point? Be. At least pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Hot Little wieners. Come on. Only hot dogs everywhere. They're the that best. Would It'd be, be great. Hilarious. Yeah, every every menu item has hot dogs in some way. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so go check that out online if you're interested in getting married in the Wienermobile. Yeah. Um, in a number two, there is some old audio that is making its way back around online of Benedict Cumberbatch on the Graham Norton show where he addresses... That the actor struggles by saying a word. Uh, it's in a documentary series that um, Com- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch voices. So just take a listen and we'll circle back. Ask Benedict to say the word penguin. <laughs> well, apparently I got it wrong repeatedly in the documentary. Now I'm completely terrified of the words. And the last thing you might expect to see here is penguins. <laughs> These are Fiordland crested penguins. Named after this corner of South New Zealand. So why are these woodlands so attractive to penguins? <laughs> He just gets worse and it worse. It keeps getting at worse. Yeah. Like, did the editor hate him? They must have. <laughs> like, why would not? They'd be like, just, just one more take. Right. One more take. Now we're out of time for Benedict. And go. Okay. You yeah. know when you say something a thousand times, though, and then all of a sudden you're like, I can't say yeah. this word anymore? Right. Penguins. Funny.
I'll never yeah. escape it. No, Peng- he never. Penguins. 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 <laughs> And in at number one, we'll never escape Kim Kardashian. She is joining the new season uh, of American Horror Story Ryan with Emma Murphy. Roberts. What? what? Are you, doing, Ryan you, Murphy? you don't I like love it? American Horror well, Story. Well, now you're going to love it even more because Kim uh, Kardashian's going to be a part of it. Like personally offended. I am. I love yeah. it. So she's going to be part of the 12th season of American Horror Stories on FX, and Emma Roberts and her both uh, posted. A little teaser video that they are delicate. Yes. That's what the next season is about. Emma's, like, uh, she is supreme B in, like, almost all of these. So this is going to be a, an interesting competition. <laughs> and we know every season is a little different, right? They're it's all like different. they're all different, right? Based yeah. on different books, right? Yeah, well, I don't right. even know if it's books. It's oh, just this like one's based stories. on a book. But Emma, she's yeah. always, she's very rarely a very kind character. Oh. So we'll have to see how this shakes. I saw this and I, uh, you've confirmed it, V. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. True. I'll have to see. The novel Delicate Condition by Danielle Valentine is yeah. the source material and for this And it's always season. a creepy story. There's yeah. a lot right. of twists and turns. So uh, Kim has posted a lot. Like, she likes that kind of gory horror stuff. Mm-hmm. So now I guess she's going to be a part of it. The gory what? <laughs> horror <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and that's your, that's your flash briefing. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on The Morning Mix.